Two of my absolute hometown heroes, Mike Reed and Brad Price. Dale Wiley Show, also available on YouTube. Well, you have to know that Brad Price was on here, and hopefully he'll come back, but he had some audio issues. And so let's just talk right now about your wonderful sweater. What does that sweater say? Who, me? Oh. Yes. Oh, yes. That's very cool. It says, very Blue cool. Man Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, no, it just says Blue Man Group. Okay. Well, that's oh, yeah, good. It, this is nice. See, down here, it's, uh, see, down at the bottom, they're down there somewhere. Oh, there they are. <laughs> they're kind of blue. Right. And the, yeah, this was, there he is. Oh, oh, yes. I can definitely hear you. Let's get you on the thing. <laughs> Let's see. I've been checking these out. My nose has got a lot bigger over the years. <laughs> That's not the only thing. What's what's up with that? Now I don't think my I, nose got bigger. I think the rest of my face shrunk. <laughs> okay, at the stream. There we oh. are. Oh, now we hey got everybody. We got two hey, of my favorite people. Yeah, I feel like we're now we know how the Brady Bunch feels. <laughs> <laughs> Or did. Yeah, like oh no, who do I like? Oh, Partridge Family. Partridge Family. No, the yes. cow cells. <laughs> cow cells one of my favorite Here you go. time. Yeah, cow, yeah. And they've got that song, I love the flower girl. Yeah, I was trying to tell my wife what that song was. I was telling her about the, the <laughs> cow cells were like the the real Partridge Family. They were. Yeah. And, and actually, they're all awesome. And when my hair is a little longer, I look like John, the drummer who is the Beach Boys drummer, who they say is the best drummer they ever had, which that's quite the compliment for the Beach Boys. And yeah. John Castell, he's awesome. I've seen him. I've went and seen him several times. You know, they were the ones that did hair. Give me a head of hair, long, beautiful yeah. hair. Yeah, I heard that recently. I went what was that song, that, the first biggest hit that you mentioned at first, uh, about the flowers in the air or something like that? Yeah, that's what that because was. I was... Um, I, I, Last three or four years, except for the COVID, I've been going to those Happy Together tours. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? And uh -huh. it's like, uh, oh, my gosh. It's, it's the, the guys and all those great together. people. But it's remarkable. Uh, Chuck Negron from Three Dog Night. Oh, yeah, right. And, you know, and he's like, one is the loneliest. Oh, man. Yeah. Major singer. Major singer right there. Bam, I mean, hits them. Yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, and the cow sells are cool. And uh, and I, yeah, I'm in love with the girl cow sells, except she's married. So uh, <laughs> I told her husband I hated you. Uh, but I was, at one of, I was at one of their shows, and everybody at the show thought I was John Cow Sell because he plays with the That's cow. cool. Yeah, they were coming up. Some little girl comes up and she goes, Hi. I go, Hi. She goes, Yeah. She goes, she goes the cow cells are my favorite. I go, yeah, me too. She goes, <laughs> she goes, yeah, I bet they are. And I go, well, they are. She goes, I know, you're John. I go, oh, no, no, I'm not John. She goes, you are too. So I went up to the people, the radio station that was putting on the concert. It was like Hippie 101 or something. And, and I just went up at intermission to say hi to the guy because I talk all the time. I'm like, hey, how you doing? I never got to meet you. And he turns around. He's like, oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh! Let me shake your hand. Here, this is Barb and uh, and Jim. They own the station. Oh yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> some guy's standing there pecking me on the shoulder, and he goes, "Excuse me, 
uh, do you ever get to Memphis? I go, uh, to Memphis? Yeah, do you ever play there? I go, yeah. You say, you think you're going to be playing there this year? I go, probably. He goes, I'll be there. I'll talk to you when you're there. And, and, and then a guy that worked, this was at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville. A guy that worked there real long hair and stuff. He sees me and he comes running up and he grabs me and gives me a bear hug and shakes me. And he goes, dude, coolest thing you, he said, it's great to see you. The coolest thing you ever did was introduce me to your wife. His wife, and they've got a, they've got a band called Action Skulls. You can look it up on YouTube. Wow. Or, or Amazon. Or name. Let's let's ask Brad who he's been. But they this guy, I tell you, the end of the story, the guy grabbed me and shook me. Said the coolest thing he ever did was introduce me to your wife. His wife was a singer of the um, Walk Like the Egyptian. Uh, whatever. Oh, oh yeah. The Bengals. That's his I'm, wife. I hate to and, say that I know that. <laughs> that's his wife. And uh, he goes, that's so cool. He said, is she here with you this time? I go, uh, no. He goes, you're just winging it on your own? I go, yeah, I'm just by myself. Right. If you're ever in Nashville and you need anything, let me know. I'm work- This is where I work. <laughs> and then I go out to the buses afterwards, and everybody's coming up with a pen and a paper. John, can you sign this? I go, uh, I'm not John. And I'm like, I got to cut this off before the band start coming out. Because yeah. it's not going to be real cold. Let's <clears throat> you know, see what they go about Brad. How are you, Brad? Oh, I'm good. Well, then I got sabotaged on Facebook. Cost a gig. I can't believe it happened. Yeah. What happened with that? Well, you know, you get messages sometimes that it'll it'll be connected with the the right uh, account, like on Facebook. Sure. And you get a message from them that doesn't make any sense, and they're trying to sell you something. I don't know how they do it, but they get in these people's accounts. Right. Well, Well, somebody... We've been playing the Legion in Springfield right. for uh, for the last, I guess, four or five months. I'm not sure. Sundays, really good gig. And uh, at some point, I think I downloaded something on my phone because uh, that's where I couldn't get to where I needed to go on the phone when the stuff came down. But they picked a member out of that American Legion club, and on one of his posts, posted a big for lack of any better description, big F U for under my really under my name and uh, the whole legion went up in arms and, and oh my God. just just this morning I was notified that we were suspended. I'm like, well <laughs> hey, I don't know I don't know who should be more put on, out because was it on Messenger? Uh, up in the corner where it does the little No, no it wasn't on Messenger. No, it was a regular post. But I'll tell you what, I wasn't asked about it or anything. I've known the folks out there for 15 years, and instead of asking me about it, they wow. just took th- Things happen like that online, anything associated online like that. That's horrible. And, and I found an app on my phone. Be careful. I found an app on my phone this morning. I looked into my apps, and it was like an all-access uh, Android, some right. a name to that effect. And so... It gave them all. I saw what it, it accesses in every network on my phone. And I'm glad I didn't have any bank stuff out there. Yeah, definitely. There's tons of it out there. Uh, Dale, and I don't know, Brad, you guys know Bruce Richardson. We sure do. Because yeah. Bruce is at Mandalay Bay. Last year they had a evil hackers convention, like bad people that hack stuff. Right. And they brought in 
this is kind of funny, but they brought in all the voting machines around the country to oh, see yeah. if they could be hacked. <clears throat> they hacked all of them in something like seven minutes. Wow. Oh, yeah. And, and they then, told Bruce and everybody, leave your phones at home and everything. But Bruce, yeah. these guys that know the hacking stuff, they can pretty much do anything. Right. Well, I think I was looking around at something, and, you know, some of the sites like uh, that uh, you trust, and all of a sudden you click on something you want to see, next thing you know, something being downloaded in your phone. I think something happened like that, and I didn't really catch it or notice it, and uh, it, like, downloaded the background or something, because I do not remember putting that. I wouldn't put that on my phone, you know. Because I know that yesterday I could see you, but I, but it was just for a second, and so that's one of those things. We're glad to have you, and glad oh. to be Glad to be here. <laughs> this is fun, man. I have this is great. I have yes. had a chance to do one of these like right. Well, and you know, this technology is so cool and I love <clears throat> what you're doing. And so let's talk about your memories of Crane in the eighties. Because Mike is seventies and I'm nineties and you're eighties. In so the eighties. Sure. Memories are all memories of Crane. <laughs> I'm in <laughs> The main, main memory, uh, well, of course, the, the music and being nervous about being, uh, of course, we had a little gig up at the Hilltop Skating Rink on Saturday nights, me and Kevin Cook. You know, <laughs> we go up there and play after the skating. Yes. And uh, that was during the summer. And then, uh, you know, practicing in the music room and getting those guitars out of the music room and going to study hall with them. <laughs> sitting in the hall and uh, playing on those things. And, uh, then the biggest thing memory was what that's one of the first times I ever played in front of more than like my family. <laughs> I mean, when when there was like we're talking uh, over 500 people, let's say, and that was a big big step for me to be able to do that in a fun night, you know. And I yes. thought, man, I, I don't even think I looked at the crowd. I just kind of looked down and <laughs> did what we had to do. Hey, that's but, uh, like playing the Saturday afternoon at the Brother Festival. Yeah. Yes. Been there. Yeah. Seeing my, the, I had the Brother Festival and played with him, and you guys were so nice to me because you always took me under your wing, even though you both are older than me. Oh well, that was always it was always a pleasure, man. It was always fun. <laughs> and and it has been, and we're gonna we're getting ready to start charging you for that too. <laughs> <laughs> Times are getting yeah. tough, you know. But uh. Yeah. Back to the memories of Crane, just the one big one that stands out, too, is hiking up and down Crane Creek with the fishing poles. And then we had the little uh, cut-out uh, plastic book jugs for the casket lids. You could float the casket lid. Oh, absolutely. And, and push yourself along. It would hold 165 pounds. And then we had the baler there, you know, if we needed it. But that was uh, music in, in the Crane Creek and, and – uh, I can't think other than take care of the animals we had on our little farm there. There's not much more, you know. I, I like Crane because it was, uh, it, it is still today, it's, I like where it's located. It's kind of out there by itself. It's kind right. of secluded, you know, compared to the rest of the cities. Right. And uh, I just thought that the history there, of course, you know, wire road and all that. Civil War, and, yes, definitely. Yeah. And an interesting fact about those fish in the creek over there, you know, you know about that story, right? Yeah. They were hauling trout up from California from to right. somewhere and they dumped a bunch <laughs> of them in there. Yes. But, but yeah, and then. In Crane got, Creek? Yeah, that's a, a special kind of trout you don't get over here. Then uh, being baptized in Crane Creek, that was, a, that was real cold. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> oh, I did in Crane Creek when we were young. We took our BB guns there. We were just kids, and we looked for snakes, man. Oh, we, man. If we ever saw them, we were scared to death. But yeah. we would pump 25, 50 BBs into that snake. I know the snake was sitting there going, you know, if you're going to shoot me, do something to kill just, me. Come on. Yeah, miserable. Do you ever climb the bluffs up there by the, the road there along Crane Creek? You could climb those bluffs up there. We used to get stuck up there. <laughs> we get in a real precarious spot where you can't get down or you can't go up. That's a no. weird feel right there. You know? I never, I never done that before. Yeah, because you're smart. <laughs> you're... <laughs> wow, you climbed up those those bluffs there. Yeah, and then uh, Kevin Cook gave me a child spitting tobacco one time. I had to lay there on that road for about forty five minutes while <laughs> they all went ahead, and I had to get get the green and my gills out. Get back up and catch up with them. <laughs> I think uh, people that didn't get to grow up in a little bitty town, they've they've missed out. You know, it was oh like, yeah. There were so many memories down there. Just you know, what was cool too is uh, where our house is located up on that hill right up behind the school, behind the trailer court there. You know, and uh, the Woodwards used to own that. And uh, well, I heard you guys practicing all the time over at Bruce Westrip's house, quite a bit. Yeah. We pr we practiced all over the place. I mean, we were like we would go to gigs and we would get so many people to put in a band to go. We grab, well, if we could find any good-looking girls, they definitely got to go to the gig. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, I'll I'll never forget we back in those days you know you had subs that were as big as the half the van i mean you know it took four people to carry them oh and yeah i've i've had friends uh in crane that it would actually we'd go to nevada or somewhere you know i mean some little little gig and they'd actually ride in a bass bin all set inside this bass bin oh, man. and uh bruce wester he was playing drums for me back in those days yeah and his parents oh my gosh they were they were just shivering and shaking because Bruce was leaving with me and my band to go somewhere out on the road. But uh, <laughs> we, yeah, we did some crazy things. I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, just crazy guys in growing up trying to be in a band. And, uh, yeah, oh yeah. I'm sure glad he made the, the equipment smaller through the years. because Definitely. Who was in your band, Brad? Who was in your band, Brad? Oh, who was in my band or... The, the band the band we had back then was uh was a uh, kevin cook steve uh miller uh -huh. and uh and colin brandon was there for fun night oh, yeah. but we really didn't have a bass player you know i guess technically colin could have called himself doing the keyboard that way but he didn't do <laughs> we didn't do too many gigs like that as far as the skating rig went it was just me and kevin cook he'd go out there with his drums and i'd grab a little speaker ball I wound up with a with a super reverb amplifiers that I couldn't even pick up now, you know. <laughs> but uh, we go out there and play that little skating rink every Saturday night, usually during the summer. The audio gets much better in the second half. DaleWileyShow.com and also on YouTube. Do you love music? Do you know about the musical map of Missouri? Dallas Wayne, Chuck Berry, Dave Alvin, Robbie Fultz, The Skeletons, The Ozark Mountain Daredevils, Uncle Tupelo, Wayne Carson, Nellie, Lou Whitney, Symptoms Morales, Kansas City, Jeff City, St. Louis, St. Joe, Columbia, Buckle of the 
Bible Belt Studio on South Avenue in Springfield. Springfield. Springfield, Missouri. Add the Missouri Music Podcast to your list of favorites. Lawyer, author, and Slewfoot Records label owner Dale Wiley takes you on a musical trip around Missouri while raising funds for Musical Map of Missouri, a nonprofit organization which will help ensure Missouri musicians affected by COVID-19. Visit MissouriMusicPodcast.com for more information. Tune in to the Missouri Music Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Back with Brad Price and Mike Reed, DaleWileyShow.com, also on YouTube. But uh, well, I remember the, the, you playing on Main Street. Yeah, that was a Halloween. That sure was. Tell me about uh, that. Halloween. That was fun. I, my mom. <laughs> so that was kind of funny because, uh, you know, as far as entertaining people or trying to, you know, actually, you know, had a good crowd. Everybody was real cool and dancing and stuff. But uh, uh, we had a little, uh, well, I have Fiddler with us. I can't remember what his name, an older man that, that joined us. And uh, it was Steve and Kevin and I. And uh, it was a fun gig. I mean, you know, it was cold. I remember kind of cold. So we got a picture or two from that thing, too. Yes. And uh, then we took a break, and my mom got on to me real quick. She's like, get back up there. People are leaving. People are leaving. <laughs> It's like, it's sure they weren't leaving before we started leaving. Before we took the break, or they're leaving now that we took a break. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Well, but it was know, fun. I just remember that because, because I, just I just loved, loved you guys. guys. I just thought you guys were superstitious. And I just, I loved you guys. Oh, well. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. I suppose younger kids do that. You know, you were always just another guitar player out there. You know, I thought I thought it was really cool. You had that little uh, Fender, and of course, I had a double yes. record. I had a double record, Buddy Holly, the double set. You know, with all his stuff on it. And that's what he played. And your guitar reminded me of that. And uh, it's one 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 thing we shared that we liked Buddy Holly. Both. And uh, but yeah, then uh, I went to Nashville after Crane for a little while, and I've lived there three times since. And I just. I can handle it for a little while, but then it's like I should have stayed the first time. Once you don't stay that first time, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to go back and try. But I tried a couple more times. I just, yeah, I don't know. I just rather, I'm, I'm kind of a work from where the center of where you're at kind of guy now. You know, it's like just work out and go as far as you can go without coming back. And the dogs have to do the happy dance by the door. You know, I love, I love it. so What's that? The music that you started now and the place that you play, how all that stuff starts. Hey, Dale. Huh? I've got everything going in my phone. What's that? I'm hearing double of everything. I wonder, I don't know if it's something I'm doing wrong with this. We saw an echo control on the. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's big, big time. Maybe I should, Maybe I should talk and come, back, come back, in. back in. You're kind of cutting out too, Mike. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's damn, it's just, damn, I got a back, back, max, whatever. Stupid. Hey, hey. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I bet it's, I bet it's, I bet it's something within my phone. 
Let me just sign me just out. Sign I'll come back in, Dale. Okay. okay. I don't even know how to sign out. I can probably keep you off if I need to. Well, yeah, I, how do I get out of here? Remove from feed. There we are. Okay. Can you hear me all right? I can still hear you, Dale. Okay. Well, so anyway, Mike is here. Let's see if he's back. See if that does it. Oh. Yeah, I saw him for a second. <laughs> So tell so me tell about your gigs now and how you started to play the nursing Oh, the way, oh, yeah. Uh, well, the, you know, that's kind of not happening right now because of oh, the really? circumstances. But Oh, yeah. But we have played, uh, until it got cold, we were playing, uh, we played outside into the windows, you know, looking through the windows at them. And that was really, really cool. Yeah, that was, it got kind of cold, though, so we had to stop doing that. Oh, but wow. uh, I just... Uh, I don't know. I guess I played them off and on through a lot of years, and uh, it's was an I mean, enjoyed playing for the folks like that. And we got that's our 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 song list for the oldest folks, song list for the older folks, song list for the middle age, and the, and and then one as many as we can do that are you know more for like a bar and grill grill crowd, I guess for the lack of a better word. But uh, just started. Asking around to these places, these uh, uh, assisted living places, and um, we started doing it voluntarily. But then through the week, we got more business and then gigs at night. So we kind of said, we you know, in case it interferes with a gig at night that we can't take, we need to have a little bit of money. Well, the kid, we we kept Mondays. Uh, I kept Mondays voluntarily. Uh, the whole time to volunteer but any gig that gets into the week i have to have a little money to sustain us and that's all we ask but you know the funny thing is is uh that's the only music gigs i've ever had where i actually got raises <laughs> yeah yeah so well no you pay a little more and it's like well this is awesome you know but this is we're just wanting to sustain this we don't have to be trying to get rich off of it you know and uh and then, of course, that along with the night, uh, the evening gigs that we get, they, uh, set me up pretty good every week, you know. That's wonderful. And my oh, wife helps me out. Pretty better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she uh she started uh, singing a little bit, you know, and uh, then she'd go with us to the gigs. And I got tired of her. Sing. I didn't want her sitting out in the crowd, you know, or staying home, which she did sometimes when I played a single, but. Uh, she said, I said, well, you know, you can help me out and help us out and get the band going. And you be, she started out with rhythm guitar, but now she plays a little bit of both. She plays, the, she mainly bass. But I told her, I said, you're not going to be standing up there not doing anything other than singing. So if you want to be up there all the time, just pick up an instrument. And man, she busted it out and learned some. She's a pretty good bass player now and, and rhythm guitar. You know? That's wonderful. So and it's really cool because we can go. Together. Mike, Mike, any better on hearing? With the with the, with the echo. echo. I'm still here. Are you still here, Echo? Yes. Mike. Mike. 
I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Only everything Jack knows. That's weird. Huh. Well, I'll, well, just, I'll just smile and watch. Smile and watch. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, do you live in Crane? Do I live in Crane? No, we live, we live in Highlandville. We're in Highlandville. You're up not that far from me, then. No, no, not too far. Man, you've got to let me know when you're playing somewhere so I can come out hang out. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, we play every Saturday night, and uh, it's kind of probably a little ways for you to go, but we play every Saturday night out with another band in Aurora at the Eagles out there. Right. And she plays rhythm guitar, and I play, uh, I sing, and she sings, and I play lead guitar for, for them. If you're out in if Highland, Highland, Highlandville, that's close to Spokane, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you know Tom Lovato? Uh... I think I've, I don't, I seems like I've talked to him. And stuff out there, and then he plays it. He's a waiter in Nashville, and he does his own little thing. He's pretty good. Uh-huh. I mean, he's, I don't, you know, that was a wrong statement saying he's pretty good, because in my eyes, everybody does a good job. I mean, how many, how many people do we hear on the radio and say, how did they get on there, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. I always tell them, like I told Dale, uh, you know, there's a hundred people I can sing as good or better than, and there's 200 that sing way better than me. I, I don't even worry about those things. It's just yeah. you get up and do your thing. Playing guitar. I mean, somebody might come up and say, Brad, man, that man, some awesome guitar playing. You're going, well, oh, yeah. Wasn't that oh, I'm always self-conscious about my guitar playing, and, and I have improved, you know. But uh, oh, oh, but I've, yeah, it doesn't I've take much to get me. I've seen video I've seen stuff of you playing, and yeah, you, you, you play way oh, different than you did back in those days. But, oh yeah. But you were <laughs> no, you play really good. I can tell you've been well, playing you. constantly all these years because you're really good. Appreciate it. Thank you. My problem is I've kind of got a neuropathy in my feet and hands. And yeah. And that messes with your fingers. And oh, yeah. I told Dale I've taken up cigar box guitar because it's just Oh, yeah. And it's a lot easier to play when your fingers are numb. So yeah. But it's... Uh, yeah, I, Aurora, Aurora wouldn't be bad to come to. Yeah, it's, it's just out there kind of by itself. So you go, you actually go through Marionville where there's a Casey's right there in yep. Marionville. And you take the right coming from Republic or something. You go under the trestle and then there's a, I think it's Z Highway. As soon as you go around the corner, you just follow that out for about, oh, about 10 minutes. And you cross over KK, I think it is, K or something. And you just cross over in the beige building right there, you know, on and your right hand side. Saturday night? Saturday? Yeah, from 8 to 12. Okay, do you okay, know, who, know who's the guy from Marionville that plays every, uh, Valen or Valen or, or? Oh, Eddie, 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 Eddie Valen. Yeah, he lives there. He, he comes in every now and then, and every now and then he'll sit on the drums for us. But you know, uh, Steve Brandstetter, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that basically heads up the band. It's him and his drummer buddy, Bob, Bob Gleaves. They work together. And really? Steve is actually playing bass, and, and we play with him. And this is a southern country band. That's very cool. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah, actually, Steve thought, Eddie Vallon introduced us, and he, and he said that, uh, well, here's a guy from Las Vegas, that he, and, and he, his wife plays along with him, and, and Steve was like, what's his name, Brad Price? And, well, I know that name. I know that name, but he thought I was from Vegas, and I'm not from Vegas. I only lived out there for about 10 years, you know. I, 
uh, Andy, I've not seen a lot of stuff. He's kind of like your no fear musician. I mean, he's like, oh, he can there and does whatever. And he's got oh, a yeah. thousand percent confidence. Yeah, yeah he, keeps, he keeps it keeps it rolling really good. He's a quite a quite a little showman for sure. Yeah, I'd like, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to see him play sometimes. I, I love watching people play. Uh, I'm, unfortunately, I'm right here in the middle of Branson, and it's... Uh, like I said, since September, I've been hurt, basically. Yeah. I had a hospital wanting to cut my leg off. Yeah, I, I saw that on the podcast, on the other cast there. The that, other day, that, man, you haven't lived till you, they roll you down to the operating room. And they go, do you know why you're here? No. <laughs> We're taking your leg off. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> now, listen to that. No. No, I, came no, close, no. I came close to that, too, myself in, in the 90s. And I don't know did what really? did it. Yeah, it was my right foot. Got and, a little uh, sore down there and stuff. Yeah, started out as a little sore on my foot, but I don't like know. Like an ulcer is what they call honest it. Honest to God, I don't know if I, if I, uh, I, I was making my own home-brewed beer at that time, right? And yeah. I did one of two things. I was a welder. Either I dropped a hot spark down my boot that caused an infection, because it started out like a little sore like you're talking about yeah. on the top of my foot. But then I might have, I was in the bathtub we were trying to, when you boil your wort is what they call it for the beer. Yeah. And you gotta cool it down to a certain you gotta cool it down to a certain temperature before you put the yeast in. And I had one of the big glass carboys, right? And I'm swishing that around in the in the bathtub in the cold water and I dropped it on the top of my foot. So I'm not sure what started causing it, but it got to be as big as a purple balloon. And I, I had the same thing. They said, we're going to give you one more emergency shot. And those things, they would say they hurt, too, because they're right in the back of, up your, on your upper waist. They gave me three of those high-powered antibiotic shots. And uh, they said, one more, and if it don't take, we're going to have to cut your foot off. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's That's, kind of a... Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to a wound doctor now, and, and uh, I was just there today, and uh, he's like, you know, you've saved your foot and everything. He said, you've done what I've asked you to. You've stayed on crutches. And we yeah. and we wrap it and we put this. They put some gauze on it, but it's called silver. It's got silver in it. And oh, is that right? We do that every week, and it's shrinking down. I mean, he said it's going to take a little while to get it well because you got a yeah. hole down there, you know. Yeah. But well, I'm glad to hear it's getting better. And I'm sure well, glad to see my foot getting better. I like the echo getting better too. I like <laughs> my audio technicians. Dennis. I did a good job of getting a little less echo in here. Yeah, good. Yeah, it sounds good over here. I don't know how it sounds over here. Yeah. How have you been doing, Dale? I'm doing very well. I have, as I like to say, I'm having the best pandemic ever. If you're having a pandemic, you might as well be the best one ever, is the way I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Dale, I'm, scoot over a little bit. Okay. No, the other way. I know. I'm doing the wrong thing. This is half of you's off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we are. Yes. Oh, no, man, actually. Ugly. Wait, scoot back. No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I need to say this is the Dale Wiley show from the Springfield area. And we need to say that there's so much very cool stuff happening with this musical map stuff that we're doing for the history of Missouri music and everything else. And I'm yeah. having kind of the best day ever because I've got big guests lined up. My people are doing really awesome, and so I'm really just happy to have you guys on here and have the best day ever in terms of things we're doing. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to do some more of these with Brad. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 And now that I know how to cancel the echo, I can do it. <laughs> so you did cancel it. Speaking of the Dale Wiley show, look at this. Today I had some uh, Uncle Ray's potato chips. Right. For oh, Uncle Ray, my dad. And right. it's got a thing about Uncle Ray. Right. Right on. What's it say? It says, uh, poor, poor but blessed. I had so I had to buy that bag. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we all remember Uncle Ray because Ray Reed was a big force in Crane. And yeah, so he should have been the mayor or something, I guess. <laughs> I, I always love it because he always talked up his cars by saying they were knee deep in rubber. And I just love that statement. Yeah. Oh, he said a, he said a lot of things you never heard, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was on my way to, down there to buy a, uh, to put an offer on that. There was a green Monte Carlo, or not a Monte Carlo, uh, El Camino, like a champagne right. green colored El Camino. I really that sounds fantastic already. But I got down there and it was, it, I just waited too long. It got sold out underneath me. Man. I was really messed up about that one. I that, remember that when when the old had the lot there, kind of by Perk Vots and there had you had a Fiero at that time. That yes, was a cool car. Oh yeah. Well, you you had a Fiero, Mike. Yeah. Well, see, that was my dad. I tell people if your dad was a dentist, you'd have perfect teeth your whole life, and if you build homes, he'd build you a house. My dad was a car dealer, and boy, yeah. when the Fieros come out, I liked them. And what we would always do, Dad would get me a loan with Glenn Wiley. Right. Yes. And having a dad at a car lot, I'd make payments. Until it got down a year and a half or so, where I could turn around, sell it, get and pay it off, right, and then refinance something else. So it was kind of a, a cool situation. Yeah, when the Fieros came out, I'm like, and me and my dad, I said, I'd like to have a red one if we could find it. Yes, we absolutely, red one. All over the country looking for a red. I mean, that was my dad. Well, let's take off. We were gone one day like ten hours, just wow, up toward Kansas City. You name it, we were everywhere. And then I'd go yeah. with my dad to the car auction in Springfield and I swear everybody half the people there would be like hey Ray hey Ray hey, is that right? I don't I'm like dad you know everybody of course he's kind of like me we're full of crap we talk all the time but you know Brad I mean hey you're on stage you gotta gotta have a personality with people I mean yeah yeah you gotta I mean you can fun. suck but if people like your personality you're that's good. true that's true yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dale. So that's selling yourself. <laughs> selling anyway, yourself. I just ask, I'm just listening. That's what I enjoy. We need to ask you some more questions, Odell. <laughs> no, I'm fine doing what I'm doing. I like asking the questions. Definitely, that's the most fun. Yeah, sure. Pretty, pretty good at these things, man. I've watched a few of them. <laughs> it's what about fun. that? What about that? Uh, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, that. Middle of nowhere video. Where right. that, that DVD. Oh yes, you need to get. You definitely need that. That is on. Let me sit. Let me show the little thing here. That is on Amazon, and this is the this is the thing that goes with the DVD of it, and so it's called the Center of Nowhere. Okay, it's a center. wonderful film about Springfield, and I do have about three appearances, but I'm not the main focus at all. But it's a totally wonderful movie. That yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah. Yes, really need to. Yes, very good. 
center door. Okay. Yes, it, you know, on Amazon, it's it's very it's a very wonderful film. Uh huh. Yeah. Because uh, you're the ticket. Oh, yes, that's why right. did I say we can't tell you about that, Brad? That's a that's a secret. Not yet. Yeah, no, I heard about this this uh, oh. this uh, this this plan. Sounds like all that. this is a domain name right now, but it's going to be bigger. It's going to be I, fun. Brad, yeah, Brad, I moved here. I didn't move here to try to get a show or try. I I moved here to try to do some of my own things, and they're not like. Oh, look at me. Look what I can do. Oh, look. No, that's yeah. not it at all. It's the concept of what we're talking about doing. And I was telling Dell about it one night. And he goes, you own the domain now. I just bought it for you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're working on this. But this is a thing. You, you've got to have some major investors. Yeah. And that's easier said than done. Yeah. Of course, Dale used to piddle around being an attorney and stuff no, so that, that, he knows how to talk to these people <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun it's definitely going to be a fun adventure that's for sure and that's what i'm loving about the podcast and the people i've lined up and the people that are coming and this was so fun because it's really kind of amazing musical people that'll be so fun to interview and see hear from yeah a lot of this will end up focusing on the you're the ticket thing right and this is the thing we're going to involve friends with too you know it's a it's just something that's never been in branson i i don't know of anything like this ever being anywhere in the united states right. and somebody tell me disney world had something similar but but not right. the same and anybody i've even mentioned this to in branson they're like oh my god when can you do that there you go. <laughs> whenever we find somebody that's got an extra half a million or something to throw out there you know now and, but we've got some people see i work brad down in uh, pigeon forge in gatlinburg yeah for the people that own the comedy yeah. barn and hatfields and mccoys and all that stuff very smart guys they sold their all their theaters uh last year for five million dollars wow no or was it 15 million uh, it was a bunch five million i think <laughs> and so i'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the way to talk to them about this. It's, it's not, you know, just talking to somebody about getting like a half a million or a million from them. Yeah. I'm, I haven't done that before. You're almost a little nervous about that. Yeah. I'm not sure about how I would go about that. Yeah. Yeah. Brad, you were talking about not used to getting raises playing. Well, yeah. How about, <laughs> you know, I worked for you playing the washboard down there, but I wanted to talk to you about about a million dollars. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Write me and tell me when you want to talk. But yeah. that's one of those things I'm probably going to just run down there and talk with them. And, um, but I don't know though, you know, Dale, everything down here, everybody's starting to work for next season already down here. I know. And it's, uh, that's okay. Ain't it funny how time slips away? And so yeah. anyway, that's what's fun about these things, and I so enjoyed having you guys on here. And we should do this again, definitely. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's yeah, fun to talk to you again, man. It's always. Yes, I really enjoy it. It's so. There's even more available on YouTube. DaleWileyShow.com.